This is statewide news from Alaska Public Media. I'm Michael Finelli. The Alaska Marine Highway System has too many old ships and too few people to operate them. That was the message at a virtual open house Tuesday, where ferry officials kicked off a 20-year plan for rebuilding and modernizing Alaska's marine highway. Marine Director Craig Tornga summarized ongoing issues facing the state's ferry system, including difficulty with crew recruitment and retention. All summer long, we've had a few no-sail days uh, across the fleet due to uh, crew shortage just because we didn't have enough personnel. Aging vessels are another problem for the ferry system, which currently operates five vessels over 45 years old. In August, AMHS released an interim plan that includes building three new vessels, including one to replace the 59-year-old Tustamina and a hybrid or electric vessel to replace the Latuya. These reliability issues due to age, and uh, they're not going to improve for us until we build replacement vessels. Tornga said that the trajectory of the 60-year-old Matanuska is still in question. Work to develop the long-range plan will continue through next year, and ferry users are encouraged to share input throughout the process. And members of the state's Energy Security Task Force ran into a buzzsaw of criticism during a public hearing Tuesday on Governor Mike Dunleavy's plan that favors natural gas and includes a mandate to sharply cut the cost of electricity. KUAC's Tim Ellis reports. Tuesday's public hearing on the task force's latest draft of a statewide energy master plan included criticism by environmentally minded Alaskans like Rebecca Siegel of Fairbanks, who says the plan has evolved into a sales pitch for a liquid natural gas pipeline instead of a blueprint for transitioning to alternative energy sources like wind, solar, and hydro. My big concern about this um Report is the uh, emphasis on the AKLNG project and the North Slope natural gas bullet line. The AKLNG line is estimated to cost more than $40 billion, and the smaller bullet line to South Central likely would cost about $9 billion. Siegel says building either of those gas lines wouldn't lower the cost of heating homes and businesses, at least in the short term. This long-term lock-in is more than doubling down on fossil fuels and will absolutely divert Alaska from diversifying electricity generation at a time when we simply cannot afford that distraction. Others who spoke during the public hearing, including some who favored continued use of fossil fuels, focused on what they said were faulty economic assumptions in the most recent draft plan. The task force's next meeting is Tuesday in Anchorage. In Delta Junction, I'm Tim Ellis. This is Alaska Public Media. The Alaska Morning News is brought to you in part by North Rim Bank, helping power the businesses that power Alaska with customized solutions. More at northrim.com. Support for NPR comes from NPR stations. Other contributors include Fisher Investments. Fisher Investments' team of specialists offer guidance on investing, retirement income, and Social Security. Fisherinvestments.com. Investments in securities involve the risk of loss.